A very good evening to all, huh? brothers and sisters in the Dhamma. Today is the 5th December 2023, Tuesday class. Huh? So as usual, we'll be sharing from this book, the wonderful Dhamma Lotus Flower Sutta. And we will gather huh, for our physical puja. Let us compose our mind, develop the faith, sada, virya, and mindfully we shall commence the puja chanting. Namo Pensu Su Jia Mo Namo Pensu Su Jia Namo Pensu Su Jia Namo Guan Sing Pusa Namo Guan Sing Pusa Namo Guan Sing Pusa Namo Ami Tofo Namo Ami Tofo Namo Ami Tofo Namo Mi Lofo Namo Mi Lofo Namo Mi Lofo Namo Pusian Pusa Namo Pusian Pusa Namo Pusian Pusa Namo Tisawa Pusa Namo Tisawa Pusa Namo Tisawa Pusa Namo for Pusa Namo for Pusa Namo for Pusa Arahang Sama Sambuddho Bhagawan Buddha Bhagawan Tang Abhiwademi Suakato Bhagawata Dhammo Dhammang Namasami Subhadipano Bhagawato Sawakasango Sanghang Namami Namo Atasa Bhagawato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Namo Atasa Bhagawato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Namo Atasa Bhagawato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Dutiyampi-buddhang-saranang-gacchami Tatiyampi-buddhang-saranang-gacchami Tatiyampi-dhammang-saranang-gacchami Tatiyampi-sanghang-saranang-gacchami Pāna-tipātā-vēramani-sikā-padāng-samādhiyāmi Ādhinā-dāna-vēramani-sikā-padāng-samādhiyāmi Kāmesu-mishā-chāna-vēramani-sikā-padāng-samādhiyāmi 
significance of offering of flowers. May this constant offering of flowers to the Blessed One strengthen our faith and constantly remind us of the impermanence of this body, so that we will diligently and sincerely strive on to cultivate sinless body and passion, leading to ultimate liberation, the bond-free Nibbana. Making of overall aspiration, by the power of all these merits, born of all these offerings, may our spiritual faculties of Sada, Virya, Sati, Samadhi, and Panya be further strengthened until they become balas or powers. Sharing and transfer merits to all beings. May these merits be shared by all. Oh, sorry, I read again. Eh? May these merits be shared and transferred to all beings without exception especially to those who have the condition and ability to receive them. Sadhu, Sadhu, Sadhu. Okay, let us pay respect to Pajan. Madam Pajan. Tamang Pachin Sanghang Pachin Okay, you all can be seated as usual. Yeah? We will be having our half an hour of awareness based meditation via yeah? off the light so that you all can develop it. Yeah? So the usual instruction remain the same. Huh? Because nowadays, I think most of you all know how to develop the awareness within again. So the instruction over the past few years has evolved. Huh? That's why my recent uh, free meditation instruction has become more focused on the awareness nature explaining it and giving more emphasis on the four support to develop it, especially the first three plus the fourth support. The first three is for normal cultivator and there is enough for one to develop the sainthood way to realize all the sainthood enlightenment first stage second stage, third stage, and even until Arahant. So all these are possible if you develop the awareness using the first three support. And the first three support are very important, especially the first and the second support. The first support is, like I always explain, relax. Relax both body and mind. Be completely at ease, be natural, is completely relaxed. Then the second support is develop the awareness within. The ability to develop the awareness within is very important. That that is your sati, your mindfulness, your awareness within. When you are just aware, you don't think. 
That's why ability to be aware is very important. And this is a quality of mind that most people don't understand. So in order to be aware, you need to be completely silent without thought. That's why my instruction is very clear. Relax, maintain awareness. Please don't try to know, don't try to do anything. Just maintain the awareness. Whatever arises, just away. Finish. Away. Finish. This will enable you to decondition your habitual heedless thinking. Your habitual proliferation of thought. Your habitual reaction to sense experience. The starring of the mandema. The chattering. The verbalization. And also the mental hindrance that hinders your mind from entering the meditative state of inner peace, inner calmness, and inner awareness. So in order to reverse all this, we need to maintain awareness. Or like the Buddha's instruction, you cultivate the five spiritual faculties, the opposite five, to help you overcome the mental hindrance. Then you will be in the meditative state. Because your meditative state is basically your spiritual faculty of city leading to samadhi. Samadhi is the stability of it. When you can reach the stability of awareness, the mind becomes collected and unwavering. And that is what samadhi is all about. So initially is to develop the faith. Sada in the Buddha and his teaching. And this one can be developed through an understanding. When you understand how special a being, how wise a being the Buddha is, he's not only enlightened, he's fully enlightened. Your faith in him becomes different. That gratitude, that respect become very, very different. It become like unshakable. Mm -hmm. Then after that, it will drive you to cultivate yeah, that faith will give you the understanding that this teaching is very important. Yeah, he is the fully enlightened one. Perfect in wisdom and virtue. You can say he is the wisest and the most virtuous living being ever to be born at that time. And because of that understanding, he can summarize to us all of life into just four number two, the essential dhamma of the Buddha. And these are truths which can make you noble ones or enlightened ones, Aryas. That's why once you come to understand the beauty of his teaching, you will develop the virya, the second spiritual faculty, to go all out to develop this understanding, to train your mind in the third spiritual faculty of sati, which is awareness. So sati is mindfulness or awareness before the knowing. When you are just aware, the pure seeing, before you input the content of consciousness, before your thought process come in, 
before your views, opinion, conditioning, and belief system come in to interfere with the pure awareness, which is the pure direct seeing, can allow you to see things as they are, without words, without concept, without idea, nothing. Just the pure seeing. That's why you need the awareness. That's why I help you to understand what sati is. Sati is basically an awareness before the knowing, when you are just aware, before the perception and the aggregates of mind arise to create mundane thinking. That is what the Buddha is trying to teach you. Because he said, our mind is a foreigner, foreigner of all things, mind is chief. When mind arise, all things arise. So before the arising of mind, our nature is just that pure nature, pure awareness nature within, before the arising of thought. That's why to be in the state of awareness is to be in the state of no thought. When you are already relaxed and without thought, you already aware. You don't need to train or develop awareness differently. You only need to silence. That's why the instruction is don't try to know, don't try to do. But the doing is by the thought. The knowing is also by the thought. Then the sankara, sanya activity is also by the thought, the aggregate sometimes. Why can't you just relax body and mind and maintain awareness? Whatever arise, aware, finish. No need to know, no need to think, no need to proliferate. No need to stir and react. Assume you are completely dead. Just the awareness within. Then allow the mind to be. When you are relaxed and when you maintain awareness, the thought will lose its power to continue to proliferate, to think, to stir, to create emotion and all those things. That's why ability to relax and maintain awareness is very important. And the third support is to stabilize this awareness nature that you have started to develop. And for those who already have the ability to stay at the heart, is a free mind without thought. That is the most beautiful uh, realization when you can be in a state of a free mind, completely still without thought, not in a conditioned state. A free mind, the word is a free mind, not a mind that is in a conditioned state of concentration or samatha or, or one-pointedness or absorption or whatever. No, it's a free mind, completely free. That's why relaxation, to be at ease with a free mind is very important. Then the ability to maintain awareness is to allow you to observe. If you don't create any more thinking or feed the thought with any more wrong view or wrong thought, then this thought will actually slow down, dissipate, and cease. Like J. Krishnamurti uh, described it, the very flowering of that thought 
is the very ending of that thought. It's just like the flower. When it flower until it cannot flower, it will start to wither. Then it will start to cease. We are everything, like the Buddha said. Whatever arises, there are causes and conditions behind. They are all dependent originating phenomena, condition arising phenomena, causal phenomena. Without causes, nothing arises. So through all this understanding and silent inner awareness observation, we develop wisdom. We can see things as they are. We can insight into phenomena and awaken to the universal characteristics and develop a clear understanding of what is going on within our own form of mind. Then we will come to understand clearly how we function as a human being. What is this form of mind all about? Who are we? What are we? All this understanding leads to self-knowledge. The self-knowledge or understanding will lead to the awakening that ultimately there is no self within. The form and mind, our so-called fine aggregate, is not a permanent unchanging entity that you can cling on to, grasp on to, and hold on to and own, believing that you exist. This is me, this is I, therefore all this are mine. To realize this delusion is very important. And this is why awareness-based meditation is needed. Because without this awareness within, you cannot see, you cannot understand, and you will deludedly cling on to the utter, the egoic mind, believing that you exist. The former mind is you, the five aggregates that arise and pass away, they are real, they belong to you. All these are delusions. That's why the Buddha gave the five analogy to describe the five aggregates as impermanent, empty, not real, not what you think. So when you silence your mind with awareness to develop the meditative understanding, you will comprehend all the essential Dhamma or teachings of the Buddha. So all the essential Dhamma, when you develop the understanding, you can link them. And they all actually come together as one full teaching. Then you will come to understand a very important aspect of the Buddha's teaching. He's managed to summarize all of his teaching into just Four Noble Truths. And this Four Noble Truths explain to us all of life, both the mundane and supramundane. Then all his other teaching, the essential Dhamma that he has taught us, all the so-called teachings of Dhamma, they actually spring off from here. Yeah. From the Four Noble Truths, all the other teaching comes about. So ability to comprehend this and realize this is a great awakening. Okay, with this, I will let you meditate on your own. Huh? 30 minutes. Huh?
And after that, I will set the alarm. You can slowly mindfully our order meditation. Try to maintain whatever inner peace, inner calmness, and inner awareness that you have in love for as long as you can. Okay. Okay, now turn to page six of the chanting book. We will do the invocation to the devas. Invocation to the devas. In this universe in the entirety, let the deities or devas come here. Let them hear the good teachings of the king of sages with his heaven and release Nibbana. This is the time to listen to the teaching. This is the time to listen to the teaching. This is the time to listen to the teaching. Samantha Chiakawalesu. Atraha gajan to devata Saddamang monirajas Sunantu sakamokadang Dhammasvaran kalo ayam badanta Dhammasvaran kalo ayam badanta Dhammasvanan kalo ayang badanta Namo atasa bhagavato arahato sama sampadasa Namo atasa bhagavato arahato sama sampadasa Namo atasa bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Iti Peso Bhagawa Arahan Sama Sambuddho Eja Jarana Sampano Sukato Lokavidu Anotaro Purisa Dhammasarati Sata Deva Manusana Bhutto Bhagavati Swakato Bhagavata Dhammo Sanditiko Akaliko Enhipasiko Opanaiko Pajyatang Veditato Vinohiti Subhadipano Bhagavato Savakasango Ujupadipano Bhagavato Savakasango Yayapadipano Bhagavato Savakasango Samichipatipano Bhagavato Savakasango Yadidam Chattari Purisayokani Atta Purisapugara Esa Bhagavato Savakasango Ahuneyo Pahuneyo Dakineyo Anjali Karaniyo 
I said in the Bohi Mandala, in contemplation or walking about the tree, for a full three times, seven days, I thought over matters such as this. This wisdom which I have obtained is subtle, wonderful, and foremost. But living beings are dull-rooted, attached to sensual pleasure, blinded by delusion. Beings such as these, how can they possibly be saved? Just then, the Brahma Heaven King, means Sahampati, yeah? as well as the God Sakra, King Sakra, the four worldly protecting, God King. Then the God of the heaven of great comfort and the other heavenly multitudes with retinues, numberings in the billion, reverently placed their palms together and requested the Buddha to turn the Dharma wheel. So this one is the sutta on the path where Sakyamuni Buddha realized the enlightenment and he became a Samasa Buddha. And immediately after his enlightenment, he actually developed all this contemplation and reflection. Then after, I, if I'm not wrong, it's the first week uh, sorry, I think total of seven weeks, I think. He was developing all this expression of gratitude towards the Bohi tree and all those things. Then he contemplated the Patishas Mopada and all the understanding. Then he looked at past life, rebirth of beings and all those things. And because of that, after he finished, he had this understanding. How is he going to teach all this that he has realized to living beings who are so limited in their understanding and they are so ensnared or enticed by the phenomenal of sensual desire and consciousness. So all these other things that go on. Then during that time, I think there is one Mahabrahma 
Uh, I think the name is uh, what is the name really? I cannot recall. Uh, just now I mentioned his name. What's the name really? Anybody can recall? Uh, never mind, it's okay, it will come back. <laughs> so this Brahma can read Sakyamuni's thought. So he asked, I think Sahampati, yeah, if I'm not wrong, right? Brahma Sahampati. So he came down, circumvented, then he requested the Buddha to actually our love and compassion to teach, he said. There are some with little dust in their eye who can understand this teaching. And because of that, he managed to invite the Buddha to come out and teach to the world. So all this is what was recorded in the scripture. Then now in the Mahayana scripture, we see how it goes. It's slightly different. Go back to the sharing. Uh, you bring the whole thing down to the first line of the uh, okay so here when he say when first i sat in the bohi mandala means underneath the bohi tree in contemplation or walking around the bohi tree eh, where he expressed gratitude towards the bohi tree eh, for shading him and providing him with such conducive condition to develop the awakening. And he said, in contemplation, while walking about the Bohi tree for a full three times, seven days, he thought over the matter such as this. The wisdom which I have obtained is so subtle, wonderful, and foremost. Means that realization of the noble truth the understanding of it, all of life, both mundane and supermundane, they were so beautiful and yet wonderful, not easy to understand, subtle. And the word foremost means there is no other teaching that can be more superior or supreme than that. Then he also know, but living beings are thou rooted, attached to sensual desire, blinded by sakayadity or self-delusion. Things such as this, how can they possibly be saved? Then of course, the Brahma King, Sampati, all those things. Then it seems, according to the Sutta, not only King Saka and the four heavenly uh, God, even all the gods of the heavens of all the other Devarams, including all the Brahmarams, eh, with retinue numberings in billions, there's a lot of them, reverently placed their palms together and requested the Buddha to turn the Dhamma wheel. Eh. Then the Buddha mentioned, I then thought to myself, were I to praise only the Buddha vehicle, beings sung in suffering, 
would be unable to believe this teaching. Uh, move it up, you know, move it up. Okay. Uh, they would slander it out of disbelief and fall into the three evil paths. The three evil paths are the uh, woeful right. Yeah. It is better that I do not speak the Dhamma, but quickly enter or realize Nirvana. So we stop here. Wait, wait. Don't, don't move. Uh, stay there. Uh, you see, the reason why the Buddha actually reflected and contemplated and think that way is because that ultimate teaching that he realized is the supreme vehicle. That one is so extensive, so profound, and so difficult to penetrate and understand. It involves the understanding of the original nature, the true nature, the source. Then from there, how the first thought of ignorance, that condition or the living beings to fall to what it is today and how the universe become what it is today. These are very complicated processes. Then after this so-called uh, creative process of samsara that manifests until instead of only thought and consciousness, it has solidified into what we call planets, world system, star system, and also all the various creation evolve out of consciousness, the form and mind. Or sometimes we call it the delusion that created the form and mind, which is the far aggregate of form and mind. That one true delusion become the traveler in space and time. Yet they forgot who they are, what they are, and how they have fallen to become what it is. Then through this process, the universe actually manifests yeah, through consciousness, which is energy. Then all the star system, yeah, the elements within existence with all of the energy, they crystallize, solidify, and become elements, the four elements. That's how the planets, the star system, then we call it the continents, the ocean, the living beings, they all are conditioned into existence. So this whole process of evolution and understanding is very, very extensive, very massive. It's impossible to teach this teaching to living beings. So what the Buddha did was he managed to actually summarize all of these teachings into just four number two. 
That's how it becomes the essence of his teaching. The essence of his teaching. And from there, the Four Noble Truth, all the understanding that you need spring off from there. Or we call it spin off from there. So these Four Noble Truths are indeed very unique truths. These are truths that can make you noble ones. That's why it's called noble truth. Noble ones during the time of the Buddha are called the Aryas or the Enlightenings. And because of that, all this understanding that he has developed, when he explained this four noble truth in his three turning, it actually spring off, spin off, all the other essential dhamma that he has taught us. And this one is just the initial teachings. That's why he called the expedient devices, or what we call skillful means, the preliminary teaching, or the uh, essential superficial teachings. Yeah. So this one is like the handful of leaves that the Buddha explained to the monks. But this is enough for cultivation to develop the initial wisdom to become Aryas, to realize the sainthood way, leading all the way from Sotapanaship, Sakadagami, Anagami, until Arahantaship. But the supramundane teaching, the higher teaching, the deeper teaching, cannot be taught at that time. So this expedient device, or what we call the essential Dhamma, they are very important. That's why this teaching comes Then after you develop the enlightenment, then only he can arise the causes and conditions to allow all these enlightened beings yeah, who have the causes and conditions to develop the understanding of the Supreme Vahika, the Bodhisattva way, leading to the full enlightenment of Samasambuddha. And this part, that's why it's not taught in the initial Theravada teaching. It was mentioned that he himself, as a Samasambuddha, he also went through the Bodhisattva way to develop the ten perfection to become Samasabuddha. Then after that, no more teaching from there. There is no detail of how he cultivated and how he developed that ten perfection and all those There was Jataka story that explained how he met the Pankara Buddha that gave him the prediction and all those things. Yeah and how some of the cultivation leads to the ultimate perfection of the various ten perfection. Yeah. Like that special perfection where he uh, realized the uh, uh, what we call perfection of kanti or patience. Is that life when he met that uh, king of 
Kaliga if I'm not wrong. Actually, that king actually tested him. And he was that time a bodhisattva, meditating and developing the perfection. Then, because of what he did, and the king was so angry, he wanted to actually punish the bodhisattva. So he told him, oh, you are cultivating kanti, patience. So I want to test your patience, see how patient you are. So the Buddha said, no problem. He said, I will tie you to the four horses and ask my men to tear your limbs apart. So Kemani Buddha replied, no problem. Go ahead, hold him. <laughs> then the king was very surprised. At the moment of that incident, before it really happened, Sakyamuni spoke. That time he was just a bodhisattva. He said, if he has any negative thought when this thing was done, let his limb not come back to him. But if he has no thought of aversion or the slightest negativity in the mind, means he has perfected that parami of patience or kanti. Let the limb come back to him. And when the king soldier tear the four limbs apart, really, miraculously, the four limbs came back. Then the king got a shock. Quickly descend from the horse and pay his respect and ask for forgiveness. Then the bodhisattva said, don't worry, is it? Because of what you did, is it? I vow to take you across. You will be the first to be taken across when I become a Samasambuddha. That's why this king of Kologa, uh, uh, Kalinga, I think, he was actually during the Sakyamuni Buddha's period when he was born. He was one of the five ascetics, the youngest one, Kondanya. That's why he was the first to become a Sotapan before the Buddha Sakyamuni even finished delivering the first sermon, the Dhammachaka Pavatana Sutta. So that's how all this. So all this were mentioned actually, bits and pieces, but there is no detail, explanation of the Bodhisattva away, the four basic vow or nothing. Until the later teaching from the Mahayana came. And then only this supreme vehicle teaching comes about. So this Lotus Sutta, the wonderful Dhamma Lotus Flower Sutta, is a very beautiful Sutta. They explain all this. That's why for those who can develop the understanding, they will understand there are great difference between the Mahayana cultivation the supreme vehicle cultivation and the normal sainthood cultivation. Very, very extensive and very different. Okay, so this part, I think by now, most of Kanyamita can understand. Huh? Okay, then we go to the commentaries. Huh? Before that, I just finish off the last four uh, lines, huh? the last paragraph.
So okay, so sorry, the second last paragraph I will also maybe go through it to summarize it out. The Buddha then said, I then thought to myself, if I were to praise the supreme vehicle, means the only Buddha vehicle. So living beings sung in suffering would be unable to believe this teaching. You you understand why or not? Because like I used to share with you all, the normal living being, huh, they don't even know who they are, what they are. What is this mundane mind all about and how it conditions suffering the evil root? All these teaching, nobody knows. Then they are so heedless. No? There is hardly anybody who even can understand what that awareness nature is. No? Not to say go into the cultivation, realize it, develop it, and expand on it and actually evolve along until finally you fulfill the five stages of Bohemian development. So the first stage of Bohemian development to aspire to go this way so they don't have the understanding. So how to teach? There is no way they can understand. So this supreme vehicle, if he were to explain it and teach it at that time, According to the Sutta, they would slander it out of disbelief. Nobody would believe you. You say you are the Samasamuddha, you are the wisest and the most virtuous, and you cultivate it until like that. Who can understand you? And who got time for such cultivation? Aeons and aeons and aeons, and for so many birth and death. And because of that, Due to that disbelief, when you don't believe, not a normal cultivator, not a Samasa Buddha, you know what is the coming effect or not. That's why the Sutta say they would slander it out of disbelief no, through ignorance and fall into the three evil powers. These three evil powers are very severe. Especially the three woeful state beyond or below the demon rites. That one really beings who are born there, especially the hell rite and the hungry ghost rite, they really suffer. So it is better that I do not speak that teaching but quickly go into Parinibbana. So this was what the sutta was. Okay, then We'll go through the outline. Yeah? So initially, it's dispensing the provisional teaching, like I explained just now. Huh? Then inclination to use the great vehicle and realize that it was not appropriate at that time. Not only Sakyamuni, even I told you all before, after 1989, when my nature connect, when I came to develop the understanding, I also don't know what to do. I realize I cannot teach. Well, what I have understood is the opposite of what living beings do, especially so-called Buddhist cultivator or practitioner, Dhamma practitioner. It's not easy. Then the next one is 
the appropriateness of the great vehicle. Because at that time, it was not appropriate, not really. Because living being lacks the understanding or potential. So the thought to stop that teaching. But for my case, I didn't like decide to stop or not to stop. But for me, my nature, no. No condition, nothing happened. Unless there is condition, this nature will manifest. And that's why I just let things be. Then I go about with my life and do the thing that I like to do and continue to do. That's how all this becomes uh, possible. Then for 15 years, I didn't do anything. But at least Sakyamuni would have no need to wait for 15 years. Immediately after the 49 days or 7 weeks, Sampati came down. Then this Sutta, if this Sutta is correct, all the devas and all those things, the uh, great beings out there, they requested. That's how Sakyamuni Buddha decided to come out and teach. Then the first one that he contemplated was the two teachers, Alara and Udaka. But both of them passed away. So the next most appropriate and probable uh, disciple or beings who can understand him are the five ascetics. That's why he walked towards that direction to look for them. And it took him almost a month to walk there. Then he started his first sermon, the Dhammachakapavatana Sutta, followed by the Anatalakana Sutta. Now, once the Anatalakana Sutta has been spoken, all the five ascetics become around. That's why it's surprisingly, like very easy. Here, only two sutta all awakened. Uh, but I uh, like explained before, these five ascetics, they have been with the Buddha in many past lives and they have cultivated a lot. Uh, that's why they can develop the understanding so fast. Then later on, all the disciples that came to him, uh, the devotees, even lay people, a lot of them become enlightened. But this is the provisional teaching, the sainthood teaching which is relatively much, much easier to understand and to develop the awakening and the cultivation. And from there, you have the causes and condition to go the supreme vehicle or the bodhisattva way, and then it will manifest appropriately and in accordance with causes and condition. And then all these uh, beings that have gone on this path they can actually move on to the supreme vehicle. Yeah. And during that time, it's different because they have already realized the initial wisdom followed by the sainthood way and light. Then from there, when they have the causes and conditions to meet up with great beings or teachers who can guide them, teach them, explain to them the bodhisattva way, the supreme vehicle way, especially all this Mahayana Sutta, when you have developed the faith, then with the sincerity and perseverance, you try it out. Then you will be able to actually develop the causes and conditions to go this direction. 
and all this can become possible. Okay, we go to the commentary now. So commentary. The Sutta said, when I first sat in the Bohi Mandala, so Kemani Buddha said, when he had just become the Samasa Buddha and was sitting in the field of the way, means the way place where he cultivated the Bohi Mandala. The Buddha stayed beneath the Bohi tree for 49 days. Yes, the Theravada Sutta also mentioned 49 days. This one, Ayana Sutta, also 49 days. Then in contemplation, the Sutta say, or walking about the Bohi tree, is after he became the Samasa Buddha, he contemplated the past causes and conditions and also the future causes and conditions. Sometimes he walked around the Bohi tree. And on the one hand, these are good exercise. Uh, this one added by Shen Huang. Huh? And on the other, it served to bring the thought of the heart together so that it did not become scattered. And this also by Shen Huang. Huh? So, but as a Buddha, the way he understanding, contemplating, reflect on things is very different. Yet his mind is so different. The Monday mind collapses, he only the supra Monday mind, the nature, uh, and his understanding. That one will shine for. So the Buddha's heart is basically, according to the Son of not scattered. You ask, so why did he need to walk about? He did it as an example so that other living beings can imitate him in the cultivation of the way. So this one is also Shen Hua's uh, commentary explaining the but actually, I recall, after 1989, especially after 2004, when Yu Chan first came to me, to asked me to come out and teach and share. So that time, before I agree, I actually rejected her three times. I said, no. I said, it's okay. Let things be. When the causes and conditions are there, I say this nature will know then it will come out. So after I rejected her three times, suddenly inside her, something moved her. My nature tell me, hey, it's about time that you come out. Causes and conditions are really there. Then I hesitated because it's just like what the Buddha knew. This style of teaching is so profound, so difficult for living beings to understand. Then like I shared with you all just now, everything that I came to realize, almost 100% of it, is the opposite of what living beings do or know. So to them, everything is like very real. Like there is permanency, can be owned, can be cling on to, can be grasped. You can like own them, possess them, have them, and develop the 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 joy of all this so-called high level of sensuality yeah, and evolution of civilization. And the condition world is full of this duality and uh, so-called enticing uh, phenomena that can actually ensnare the living being. Uh, 
And finally, of course, it will condition suffering. That everything I came to perceive or to become aware of is no more like before with the mundane mind, full of views, opinion, conditioning, belief system, and all the whatever mind state, memory, even your scars of memory, your so-called fear, worry, anxiety, sorrow, and lamentation, even your insecurity, then all of those mind states that actually trap living beings. We call it the uh, phobia, trap phobia and all those things. So all this is what actually binds the living being because of accumulation. Accumulation leads to clinging, grasping, holding on, and believing these are all real, can be owned. Uh, so because of that, I realized it's not possible to teach. That's how I waited also. But I took 15 years because <laughs> I actually connect ahead of time. Yeah, by, by the time I have all this understanding, a lot of living beings that have affinity with me, they are not ready. Uh, they are not ready. You have to wait for 15 years, like Hui Ming, 16 years. Means you have to wait. So this is what happened. Okay? But then, what I want to explain is the contemplation part. After 204, when Yu Chang came to me, then I reflected, I said, how can I know, uh, how can I develop the ability not to allow all these deluded living beings huh, to actually like what the Buddha mentioned in the stanza. You go back to the stanza earlier on, the last paragraph. No, no, no. Huh. Huh. Okay. They will slander it out of disbelief. Because what I teach is also complete opposite, no? So when I came out to teach, I never teach the Dhamma. I teach general knowledge, no? I remember the year 2004, they talk about tsunami. I'll go back to just now that page. I don't move yet, but you know, I need to explain all this. They talk about tsunami and all those things, no? Then after a few weeks, a few sessions, they become interested, no? Then you just approach me now. Spiritual, they want you to speak the Dhamma. Oh, you seems to know a lot. I say, and then I say, okay, then Dhamma can. I say, uh, so what Dhamma you want me to speak on? So you just say, up to you. Then I was at this vipassana uh, at the branch there, the kanan uh, upstairs. Then I saw on the wall there is a, a frame poster. I think on the five ascetic with the Buddha teaching the first sermon. Then I realized that is good, I say so. I will use that as the first uh, title for the Dhamma sharing. So you just say, good. Then I say, can you find me a book where I can read the sutta? I, say, yeah. Yeah, I haven't read the Dhamma Chakapawa Sutta. I know there is such a sutta, but I haven't read it. 
So Yun Chan said, no problem. He got the chanting book. So he gave me the chanting book with the translation. That's how I saw the tree turning inside. Then I realized the English translation not that accurate, but good enough. So that's how I started. Actually, I was lucky because the framework of the Buddha's teaching, uh, the four noble truths, uh, the three turning, the essential dhamma, that were the provisional teaching. Uh. That's why with that, I started to teach. Uh. Then I thought they need the dhamma. So what happened was uh, when I started teaching the five form in my and all those things uh, with that three turning, hardly anybody understood what I said. The three turning that correspond to the three types of wisdom, no? Sutta Maya Panya, first turning, then Chinta Maya Panya, second turning, then the third turning, Bhavana Maya Panya. They all you no? cannot understand. No? Then, especially the five aggregate of form and mind, no? the first noble truth find a summary, no? they find it so difficult, no? then the three turning. Then, after teaching for almost a year, then I realized, I even told some of them, whoever who can understand what I share, even 10% of it, is already very good. Uh, then finally, I have to actually reverse my teaching. I cannot go into the uh, teaching of all the understanding that I had realized. So I go back to the essential Dhamma. That's why I start off. With a basic understanding of the Four Noble Truths, I explained the First Noble Truth. Especially the first turning, I did a lot. Then later on only I can go into the second turning. But while I do the first turning, I try to explain all the essential Dhamma, the three evil roots, then the five spiritual faculties, then the five mental hindrances, then the five daily contemplation, uh, then followed by all the important Dhammapada verses, Dhammapada verse 1, 2, 21, 22, 23, verse 183, and his last advice before his Parinibbana. Apamadena Sambhadita, this strike on hatefulness, that was his last advice. So all this took a while, took a while. That's why after that, the teaching comes to be. Uh, then all the other causes and conditions, actually they start to fall into place. But in the initial year, even after 2004 when I came out, the initial phase 2004 to 2008, I remember that, four years, the first batch that came, because of some coming past, something happened. Then I think a section of it, a group of it, about half of them or one, they actually uh, left. <laughs> then new appropriate causes and conditions arise. At that time, like I told you all, my trail came. Initially, it was Kuan Yin, then my trail. So after my trail came, the split happened. No? Is meant to be, you know. If not, I won't be coming out to teach all the other, uh, what we call uh, the second batch and all those that came later, like you all, most of you all. So, because of that, 
苏邦、西安、美凤、AP， they all together with、um, the rest from SS2 and other area.、Uh, all these who have affinity, they came.、Uh, then the teaching again take off. But during 2004 to 2008, a lot of things were not there yet. They only use cassette tape to record my talk.、Uh. Then to do a transcript, it、uh, take a very long time.、Uh, that time, no computer.、Uh. You, you have to listen,、uh, rewind the tape, and listen again.、Uh. Now with the computer, also it take you so long.、Uh. You remember that tape,、uh, and you got only one tape.、Uh. Everybody share.、Uh. Uh. It's not like now. Now、uh. you can break it down twenty minute, twenty five minute, and then everybody do.、Uh. That time, ah.、Uh, One miserable tape, you know, and that tape, ah,、uh, if you sometimes don't know how to to wind it and all thing, ah,、uh, it get entangled inside that thing, ah.、Uh. Then you have to salvage it, ah.、Uh. Yeah. Then that time don't have the computer to type like that, ah.、Uh. They had to write, ah.、Uh. Then like what Bing Lim did now, ah.、Uh. Yeah, PG also same. He said, but still we have to type it out, ah.、Uh. So you got to go and type, ah.、Uh. Then after that, edit and send it to me. I have to edit again. I have to put into the computer format again. But luckily, after doing so many books, I already quite familiar. So now I know how to set the thing already. But it still take a while. Not easy. So because of all this, we become what we are. Also, is actually a another miracle. For the website, everything to come out, and for all the short video to come out, and like recently when Chin Hao、uh, share with me about our website, actually I was quite surprised. There was also, of course, a lot of joy. Well, YouTube、uh, got a very good feedback now,、uh, information for your YouTube video. The last one that we had, ah,、uh, the last month November. Surprisingly, you know, the search in、uh, viewer and people who actually came to the website and read all the what they call so-called short video or listen to our short video, eighty-five percent of them are new. You know. New people, you no, know, never hear my teaching before. Then, ah,、uh, the heat, ah,、uh, suddenly shot up, you no. Know. Within that month, ah,、uh, normally this type of drama, not much people listen. Five thousand over listen. Then what happened was, according to that one, he said there were a lot of good compliment. No, those who like ah、uh, and share, almost hundred over to two hundred. No, that's why suddenly ah.、Uh, This happened, and you know why? Because I reflect back, actually, our retreat was in October. The short video came out is actually beginning of November, end of October and beginning of November. Then, according to that survey from YouTube, most of them they listen to, they like one other, latest one, the new one, miss the November towards the end one. Which actually, Jin、uh, Hao asked me to go to 
Then I edited some of the title that he sent out. Well, that one uh, is all very beautiful. That one was from my earlier sharing on uh, about the Bohemian Bodhisattva way of saying. Uh. Then inside there, there were explanations about the Theravada tradition and the Maya tradition and how they complement each other and all things. And these are the things that leads to the understanding of the uh, essence of the Buddha's teaching or how the provisional teaching link up to the ultimate teaching and how they are interconnected you know, and complement each other when you have the understanding. So all this, I think, a lot of these new people, they never heard before and they like it so much. That's why it all came out beautifully. So these are the causes and conditions behind the arising of all this. And like I used to share with you now, very recently he helped Sui out on, on this Zoom thing. So he meet me quite often. And we often go for supper and also uh, dinner or lunch. Eh? And we discuss a lot of things. That he was full of joy. So all this, when you understand you will become amazed how all these things can happen and how all this can fall into place. Yeah. Okay, go back to the sharing. Yeah. I haven't finished. Uh, go down. Uh, okay. Uh, so that one I told you, Xuanhua's version, uh, the commentary on the contemplation, why he walked around the tree. <laughs> because I remember when I was doing that, after I started teaching, uh, then after that class, uh, I came back. Uh, from the way these people ask me questions, my nature knew uh, they cannot comprehend, they cannot understand. So what happened was when I was back at home, then I realized at the brain there, last time in the early days, uh, when I share whatever thing that I want to know, yes, among some Dhamma friends, sometimes they ask me a question, based fellow Dhamma practitioner, eh, that group which was with me when I was cultivating from 86 to 89, they actually talked to me. Then most of the time before my Monday might collapse, after the discussion, eh, I remember I come back, eh, the brain up here, the Sankara activity eh, is inside there, you know, but, but because I have the awareness, I can see them you now. The movement and all things. Then I need to stabilize all those now. Otherwise, it will continue to affect me until nine months later when the Monday might collapse. Then only I understood why. Then no more Monday might, no more this type of movement. Now. Then the mind, like no more mind, now, like pure inside that. The Supramandema is so fine, just pure awareness. Then when I reflect, uh, so easy, you know, I only need to walk around my house. Uh, I didn't go to a tree. No need. <laughs> I just relax. Uh. Then I just throw out the inquiry like the second turn. You know. How can I allow living being to understand? And then one by one, the, 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 the nature there, give rise to the understanding. He said, you must go back to the essential Dhamma, like the Noble Eightfold Path. First, Noble Path Factor, right view. Ah, go. 
explain one by one. Then right thought, right speech, right. This is to actually develop the new understanding. You know? Yeah, I realized the book, uh, all the so-called uh, Theravada texts, uh, and most of the books written, uh, they have standard Dhamma. Standard Dhamma, which is not the real teaching. No. It's like knowledge based on no, thought based on no. not much understanding of the cultivation. No. That's why I told you, right thought is not just the four Brahmavyara. I say it's more important to understand what is wrong thought rather than trying to understand what is right thought. Because the absence of evil is good. You have to avoid all evil. So don't try to be good at this. <laughs> when you understand that the three evil roots are the root of all evil, then your mindfulness should be focused on rooting out the evil roots. That's why the four right effort come in and all of that. So the meditation, training, the teaching all slowly, slowly evolve how I become deep. Initially, I cannot do away method and technique. No. I have to allow. I say, whatever method and technique, no problem. You do whatever you are familiar with, you do. Because it's not the method and the technique that defines the meditation. Method and technique are just series of instructions to do things. It's nothing to do with the meditation and stop by the Buddha, which is basically based on the form the word through. It's an over-effort power. Whatever you do in the name of meditation is that if it does not take you back to the cultivation of the noble eightfold power factor, you are not doing the meditation as taught by the Buddha. But these are the noble eightfold power factor that make you enlightened. The Arya have the embodiment of these noble eightfold power factors. And according to the Buddha, the four noble truths, you cultivate this noble eightfold power, it will lead to the end of all suffering. That is what enlightenment is all about, isn't it? to be free from all suffering. That's why this is the meditation. And the Buddhist community didn't realize this. No? They still think vipassana and all those things. No? Oh, all the fantastic jhana, jnana and all that thing. So that was the things that my nature has to develop understanding to overcome to let living beings understand, practitioner, cultivate the other way to understand. So these are the history part. That's why when I read this sutta, I knew why Sakyamuni also hesitated. Okay, so now we go back to the sutta, I move a bit more, we have to end already. Yeah. So the contemplation part I explained earlier. Yeah. You, you can walk anywhere, no need around the tree, yeah. no need in the park or what. Uh, it is not scattered thought. It's when you walk mindfully, you are composed. Eh? Uh, even before your Monday mind collapse. So what you need is, they call it the, uh, what they call creative nature. Creative nature means not much thinking inside there. You are relatively peaceful, calm, tranquil, and the setting is conducive, like in a house, quiet place. Relax. You just walk. Then you throw out whatever you want to understand. The inquiry. That's why the second turning is very important. The inquiry. <laughs> then the next part of the sutta says, for a full three times seven day, means three times seven for 21 day, 
The Buddha thought over the matter such as this. What matters? The matter concerns with teaching and transforming living beings. Then the Sutta said, The wisdom which I obtain is subtle, wonderful, and foremost, but living beings are downrooted. Yes, the wisdom that he has realized is superb, but the dispensation or the disposition of the living beings are exceedingly dull. They are really quite stupid. So attached to sensual pleasure, blind by sakayadity, they are attached to, and he used the word seduce, actually it is not the right word, but you can take it literally, huh? like you are seduced by the female or the male, you know, the other sex. Seduced by the sensual desire before their, not eyes, huh? senses, huh? and are blinded by their own stupidity, misacredity. Be such as this, whose stupidity or sacredity covers them completely. How can they possibly be saved? Means they are deluded. But Maya and I use the word stupid or stupidity. You cannot blame them actually. Because they have no wisdom, no dumb understanding. Their inherent wisdom has been smoothed by their delusion and desire. Beings like these are as if blind. What can be done to save these deluded living beings, to make them understand, just as he was walking, oh sorry, he was thinking about this. And then the Brahma uh, Sahampati came down, I think. Okay, we stop here. Okay, so now we will continue your second session. So second session is about meditation reporting followed by whatever question you may have huh? and also you can share whatever topic that interests you or even what we discussed today uh but i do yeah. uh mr still yeah. okay yeah. uh, <laughs> 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 你知道那个历史啊，刚才我讲的啊，以前我教的东西，你们不大懂的。Even the two aspect of the five and the four and five, then the three turning up. All this were not taught on, so like very contradictory to what you all learn. Even the later on, 跟我讲，你在那个 place where you learn your meditation. What they teach you, the emphasis is so different from what the Buddha actually teach. Uh, they all, they, they, they follow their way, you know, their standard teaching, you know, the recording and all those things, and keep on repeating. Then the 10 day retreat, 30 day retreat, and they keep on doing those things. You know, whereas the actual understanding of what is meditation is very important and what is the deep. And how the teaching evolved, the three turnings and all those things, and the particulars of Obana, not according to commentaries or the books and all those things, then how to actually develop the understanding of the two aspects of the mind. That basically as a human being, the fire aggregate is actually the second aspect of the mundane mind. 
uh, which is the Monday mind. The second aspect of the five agreeable mind is the Monday. The first aspect as a human being is easy to understand. Then how to break down the aggregates of mind to develop the clear understanding of the essential Dhamma. So all this I realized were not taught. The emphasis of the Dhammapada was were not there. The importance of heedfulness, starting with mindfulness, stabilizing it, all these are not taught. That's why it's not easy. Mm. That as you understand, I teach more. As you understand, I teach more. Then I realized J. Krishnamurti's teaching was not bad because my last guy also, he, he loved J. Krishnamurti's teaching. The other teaching, he really, is a, he don't know what they are trying to tell him. <laughs> he only like J. Krishnamurti. Then I was feeling funny. I said, who is this J. Krishnamurti? I haven't heard before. Until later on, when he gave me some of his tape, which he listened to. Uh, so one of the things that I listened was the initial year in 1989, where it was mentioned by J. Krishnamurti. Acting according to memory is not acting at all. Wow, and I heard that, uh, my heart was full of joy. Yeah, at that time, I already knew about this memory thing. This is knowledge, accumulated knowledge. That's why even Jared, uh, Christie's father, Adeline's husband, he also knew, he said, what do you do? I have been to all the Mayana owner. I asked them about the second noble truth or the four noble truth. Why the Mayana say accumulation? Ku ji you remember? Ji is accumulation. Whereas Theroda is different. Dukkha Samudaya. Samudaya is the cause of arising or suffering. No? It's not accumulation. No? Then nobody can explain to him no? until he had me. Then when I explained to him about the memory accumulating all your causes and conditions from your past, all of life that you have gone through means all of life experiences, good or bad, you accumulate inside your brain and memory. And this becomes knowledge. And what are these knowledge? Your views, your opinion, your condition, your belief system, your phobia, your insecurity, all, all your negativity of mind state, your psychological memory especially. Of course, there are also some good memories of uh, happy time eh? or a very eventful occasion and all those things. But all these are accumulated knowledge. You know? These are not wisdom. No, it's like acting according to memory is not acting at all. Then I realized the monks, uh, most of them are correct in memory. Then all the scholars, all those who study the Buddhist teaching by heart using memory, we call it Dhamma knowledge. They are all correct in memory. Hardly anybody talk about mindfulness or sati, you know, with the understanding of what real sati is, you know, except a few teacher, like Krishnamurti, Eckhart Tolle, uh, the power of now, uh, awareness, they, they use the word awareness, uh, which to me is a more appropriate word. Uh, so sati, you translate as mindfulness, I explained, is not appropriate. So all this actually happened at that time. Then like Song also knew, he came, he also met my last teacher, 
But at that time, he can't understand. The first five years or six years, he can't understand. But later on, when the Heart Sutta book came out, the appendix at the back there, where I go through the whole of J. Krishnamurti's uh, actually verses that were so beautiful, uh, that one helped him. He took that one, he only took the appendix, six or what I forgot already, uh, on the J. Krishnamurti code and all He went to uh, Acharananda, eh, Rayo. Uh, uh, they call the temple one earlier. Awat Macham. Then, that Kuan Yin statue there, they, they got the chanting. No? Then, somehow the chanting actually trick off the connection. No? Then, that chanting keep on vibrating in his heart. No? Then, when that thing happened, no? he suddenly like connect. No? Then, because he brought the notes there, then every night he read. No? As he read, no? he start to understand no? when he start to connect with the heart. That's why after that he came back, he was full of joy. Then I told him, I said, after this, once you are connected, technically, he don't need a teacher. He can learn all this by himself, but it will take him a long time. But if he have a good guy or a good teacher, you can cut short his understanding. It's just like for me, when I came, I have my passes causes and condition, cultivation, all right? So when I came, I actually don't need teacher. I can understand very fast. But I need my last guy, who supposed, because of my vow, came to me to show me the gateway so that I can cut out my training. Yeah. Because for me, in my past, wherever that is true, I listen, I understand. I listen. But to go the Bodhisattva way, to speed up the cultivation, you must realize the gateway. You must connect to the gateway fast. Otherwise, it will take you a long time to look for it. After you become Arahat also, it will take you a long time. Then if you don't have the causes and conditions to go to Bodhisattva with, you don't even know that there is a gateway. You cannot realize that true mind and locate the gateway to go in and realize that nature inside. You cannot illuminate that nature and you cannot develop the higher cultivation, the expensive cultivation. That's why all these need causes and conditions. Yeah. So based on this, you can add in whatever you want or ask any question. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, well, Yeah, so, 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 so
嗯，所以意思在那边去 develop 我们的那个啊 basic 的啊那个 foundation 的那个 understandings， 然后再再加上呃，意思给我们很多的那个 faith， 对对对，给我们很多的那个 encouragement， 对对，就变成大家就慢慢的慢慢的去 build up 那个 understanding 去 cultivate，then 呃 lately 啊就可以看到了哦，我们的 teaching 又 move to another awareness nature， 对啊。所以现在的是全部是 ninety percent awareness nature to understand that nature， 呃、uh, ，no more the essential dharma 那边，变那个 most of the gayamita all understood already， 嗯，但是这个呃 essential dharma 是一个很重要的一个 base 去 support， 跟一个很重要的一个 understanding， 对，来呃来 lead 我们 to move。until 我们的今天的这个地区， especially 这个呃六祖坛经的六祖坛经啊啊那个啊三个那个 hallmark 啊哦，尤其那个呃 no talk 对，听起来呃很不容易，呀呀呀。但是，不然就你的啊，你的 teaching， 你的 sharing， 一直给了我们很多的这个呃、uh, aspirations 哦，对，让我们很有信心的，一直去 cultivate。对，啊。Then also 那个 note on 啊，以前啊，我不敢 straight away take you to that thing 咯，好像会能这样，不能够，比如说 all the method and technique， 你记得吗？那个时候 so strong， even 你那个国英卡的 method 那些，我不也是用那个 method technique and teacher。全部都是用那个 Vipassana 啦、Nyana 啦、Sixteen 等，啊、uh, ，what they call Nyana knowledges 啊 ，all this。So at that time, these were commonly accepted or by the Buddhist community. Or how can you suddenly think no method, no technique? I tell you, everybody will run away. That's not. Nobody will believe you. Who are you? You are not even a monk. That's not a lay person. And no title, nothing. And how can I teach that? That's why I welcome all. Is it whatever method, technique? It's just a skill for me. Initial skill for me to train your mind to develop sati. Let's stabilize it. You see, the man. And after that, I say, you, you rising, falling, whatever. Finally, you will come to the silent mind. That is what pasati is. Tranquility of mind. Still, the silent mind. And that is Huining's first homa. No thought. 五年的境界，啊 ，now you reflect back, you realize this is how, and you think easy to evolve all those understanding. We are living being aladay, exactly like Sakyamuni Buddha under the Sutta mentioned. No, 无名啊，无名真的，那那个 Sakaya Titi 啊 ，the Avijja, wow, really heavy. We are like I explain, they can't even see the mundane mind. And how can they come to an understanding that there is another mind which is a supramundane or the true mind that is just awareness nature without thought? But that nature create thought so fast, understand? No, easier to do all everything come out and to memory worse. What is thought? Respond to memory, or you accumulate so much memory, you know. And nagaj kompo trigger of thought, no. That's why. I ask a lot of them, can you not think? My classmate they all told me he said you must be mad man not to think. <laughs> he said you cannot stop thinking on the thinking just come. I said no such thing has just come. It's because you are heedless, you don't understand, you don't know how to relax, maintain awareness, and allow it to return to its original state. Settle down. 
That's why I had to use all these examples, the swimming and the float, without the float. The float analogy for method and technique is very good. If you need method and technique to anchor your awareness, it's like you use float to swim. So without the float, can you swim? That is the key one. Based without the object of meditation, can you be aware? That's why I use the word, the free mind is the state of awareness without thought. Can you do it? You can't. If you are so used to the float, without the float, you scared you will sing. That's why at that time it was not easy. And at that time, I tell you, hardly anybody understood all this. So, then later on, your stability or understanding is not easy. Then when you teach, it becomes very easy already. So extensive, then you progress, you connect. All these are very, very easy to understand. Even discuss or talk about it because people will look at me like that, what is going on? We are all the teaching that I came to realize if I were to share directly like what the Buddha said. Nobody will understand. They will say you are crazy. Uh, then they will commit negativity or karma. That's why in order to prevent that, I set the three conditions. Uh, no authority, no right, no wrong. Then make use of whatever with due respect for each other's cultivation. Use whatever that benefit you to cultivate. Finish. Uh, otherwise, when uh, challenge argue with all things, that's why at that moment when I decide to come out, I already knew all this will happen. That's why I set the three conditions. And I told you, can call it a Dhamma discussion, uh, not a one-way traffic. Uh, but later on, of course, people invite me to the temple. They call it Dhamma talk. I also have to accept the word Dhamma talk. But I always say whatever I share is based on what I understand. So you don't have to believe me. So all these are what they call uh, individual's understanding. So when we understand what is sharing, then it becomes beautiful. That's why I have to let people know about the three conditions that I said. Uh, no authority, no right, no wrong. Then we respect each other for what we understand. Then from there, we take whatever that is useful for us to actually develop the cultivation. So that was why all these years, so far, so good. Huh? And no problem at all. So next year, already 20 years, huh? since 2004. Uh, actually, it's a very achieve the condition or what we say. Uh, track record that can enable us to evolve until the website, the video, the short video, and a lot of the Dhamma sharing and all this, what we call the Dhamma Jam, uh, is all inside our uh, transcript book, the Heart Sutta book, and also our uh, website recording. Uh, then we have the video, the audio, and also about our activity, everything, and our 
objective and also what they call websites mission. Uh, then how the setup become Kayamita, Bratel Kayamita, and all those things. They were clearly explained inside that. So whoever go in and read, they will understand that this grouping and the teaching that came out from this grouping is different from normal one. Totally And there is no right and wrong or rigidity in all those things. It's an informal organization. You can come, you can go, you can join anybody. There is no restriction that you must always commit yourself to anything. No. That's why all this so-called understanding need to be incorporated huh? in order for this particular, uh, what we call the Dharma grouping, huh? to actually trigger off the causes and conditions for it to continue to evolve and flourish. Yeah. Then it can be a blessing to all, like what we have stated, the objective part of the website. Mm. Ah, you continue. Yeah. Um, uh,我跟Bartini,你share,我发生一年,这十一年里面,Bartini用很多的很好的那种,啊,example,很好的code,很好的那些大妈,一直去立我们,啊,一直让我们从很basic的那种understanding,一直去involve,involve到变成这个t
you think you exist. You believe you are real. Then you believe the phenomenal world is so beautiful, so enticing, uh, so worthy of like going after it. Uh, just like those who are very uh, strong in their ambition, their desire to be successful, uh, to be wealthy, to be uh, powerful, famous. So they go the various mundane way to achieve it without understanding the nature's law of karma that governs and controls all this. That's why when they go into this aggressively, they entangle themselves, the evil root hit back, the karmic hit back. That's why a lot of living beings suffer. That's why you now, with the understanding, you see all this, then you realize, no wonder acting according to memory is not acting at all. But this is all acting according to your fear, your belief system, your rubbish. It has nothing to do with wisdom. Nothing to do with the Dhamma. There is no right view at all. So now, acting according to wisdom, which is the Dhamma way, born of the Sakyamuni Buddhist, uh, Buddha's teaching, which is law of karma. That's why when you have that right view, you will understand why the advice of the Buddha become like that. Because of this law of karma, the five daily... That's why all the teaching that he teaches, he said, you realize are all connected to this right view one. Then the Paticca Samopada are also connected to this right view one. Yes? About how your mind functions, how you function as a living being. The Suyin Yenfa is the mind, dependent originating. From mind, mind is a foreign all things. When mind arrives, all things arrive. So all the phenomenal world, the creation, the whole universe, the existence, all from there. Then it becomes, hey! From here, it comes. That's why during your one-month retreat, mm -hmm. when you are in that silent state, you can see the dwelling very clearly. And from there, you understand, no? not through knowledge anymore. No? It's through the direct vision, no? direct seeing. No? The, 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 the mind that can be at the moment of consciousness, then the next moment is the contangoing. Then when the contango in with your wisdom, you realize you cannot stir and react like last time. Then you realize what the Buddha meant by the Arya or the Arahan. When they become Arahan, their aggregates are pure aggregates. Feeling remains as pure feeling. No more grasping, no more clinging. Then that delusion no more. The avijja no more. Then the... Uh, Yoni Sokmanaskara, the wisdom born of Dharma training, they will prompt you. Sabe Sankara Anichang. Straight away, you're not deluded already. Understand? Rupang Anichang, Rupang Anatta. So you cannot grab, you cannot cling. Vedana also says, Sanya also say, all this got no more meaning already. Then the analogy of the Buddha. Consciousness is like a magician. Eh? Oh, then you see all the creation. You open your eye, the creation here. You listen. The creation is that the hearing consciousness, the seeing or smelting. Then you realize all oh, these are consciousness. That's why it's a phenomenal world. When you grasp and cling with delusion, you can entangle. But when you have that understanding, then you realize what Kuan Yin said. When he illuminated the five skanda, he realized they were all empty. That's not. Empty means what? No reality. No ego, not a permanent change, not you. They are all dependent, originating, condition arising, and that's all. Causal phenomena. 
不是一个阿大来的 ，not a permanent identity. You say this feeling is me. This feeling is I. If that is the case, when feeling change from pleasant to unpleasant, you die. You can die. So how can feeling be you? Understand? That's why all this empty nature, 少见五蕴皆空，全部都是空性的。你的受，啊，色受想行识 ，the five agreement, they are all empty, no reality. Feeling come and go, you didn't die. How can it be you? Understand? Perception come and go, you didn't die. Thought activity, mental states. Mental intention, mental formation, everything arises and passes. It didn't die. Consciousness appear and disappear. It didn't die. So how can they be you? The mental form enter and cease. How can they be you? Physical body, four element, no knowing, goes away. How can it be you? That's why Zhao Jian Wu Yin Jie Kong. This Wu Yin is Kongxing. It is a Yin Fa. Dependent on Yin. If you, once you awaken to this, you are not deluded already. Then you understand why I say this is chemically conditioned out for us to come to this existential world to use. Just like Huineng, when Wu Zhu explained to him that this mind, yeah, you have to learn to use it and yet not be deceived. Ah, that is the meaning of that mind, the mundane mind, as a tool for you to use, not to be deluded by. It. Not to grasp at the aggregates. Uh, so, it turns out like suddenly a uh, flip over from here, which is avijja, it become clarity. Like everything become clear. Just within that moment, split second, the awareness nature shine forth. Then you awaken. Uh, the Sainaka one month retreat before you went, I already hinted to you very lightly. If you continue to relax, silence, you know, and stabilize your awareness nature, then you will benefit. You will understand a lot of things. That's why after that, you have the condition to understand the retreat, seeing and found. And the seeing and found very important. When you see that, ah, uh, it is not knowledge anymore. It's like you awaken to that reality. You know, you see that, wow, no reality one. Oh, it's just like the physics experiment. Upon contact, that consciousness light bulb light come. Me or don't see the. He know you. He know me. Or me or one person in it. No, that's it. That's why it's a pure vinyana. And then the content when it it become the grasping agent. Where they act according to memory, but when you act according to dharma, which is the unisomanasikara wisdom at the moment, says again. That this dharma prompt you or no? This dharma give you the wisdom, no, not to be deluded by it. That's why rupang anicang, rupang anatta, vedana anicang, vedana anatta. Everything become regular. Then all the chanting that the Buddha teach you also beautiful. No? Then the essential dharma, the whatever teaching, even the simple teaching like what he told Asaji, whatever arise. There are causes and conditions. Just from that stanza, you become at least sotapan. You will trigger. With that one, explain to you, you Whatever arises, there are causes and conditions. Without causes and conditions, nothing arises. 
this phenomenal world is a dependent originating world, condition arising world. Yin Yan Fa. That's why Yu Wei Fa, Wu Wei Fa. Both the condition and the unconditioned, you must understand. That's why the Sing Jing, the Heart Sutta coming. That's why the whole teaching is connected one, but living being cannot understand. Kan bu dao, wu bu dao, liao jie bu dao. But ni man 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 man, the progress, ni ting wo jiang zi, zi yi duan recorded one, you will break free again one. You will develop a lot of understanding again. That's why, zi ji ge ye na na ke short video, you must go and listen. All the Tuesday class, Thursday class, Sunday class, they are very beautiful because the movement is towards the awareness nature. You have to three hallmark of cultivation. Continue. So you said one minute and you summarize. Take a few minutes and then what? And beautiful, yeah, yeah, uh, wonderful, uh, uh, wonderful. Uh, uh, so, so, uh, actually, uh, teaching is there, yeah, uh, yeah. guidance is there, or mm. uh, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, we have put in the effort, or we have faith to cultivate, when we have faith to cultivate, you will realize, yeah, you yeah, understand. Yeah. When you realize the whole in the understanding spoke is young. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You will understand lie differently. So I hope that the Garamita can progress. consciousness. So uh, support each other, and then we can progress together. When we can penetrate, when we can understand the real Buddha Dharma, the real happiness is really wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in Thursday class with Baba Sui and you said, a few years from now, when we discuss life or talk about Dharma differently, because the understanding has become so different. Very wonderful. When you understand the teaching, you understand life. When you understand life, you know how to live life. And that's why part of Dhamma is three phases of Dhamma. Variety, the learning of the teaching. Then putting it into practice, party party. And then the third phase of Dhamma, Pari Pati Veda, is the reaping the holy fruit of your cultivation. Means when you realize you get to live the third phase of Dhamma, which is the life of an Arya, an enlightened being, or a Bodhisattva. And Nagas choose and the meaningful aspect of Dhamma, the life. Means ability to comprehend, understand, and live it. And then you suddenly realize the real Dhamma is a living Dhamma. And the living Dhamma is so unique. This living Dhamma is not like other type of Dhamma. 
it has its meaning or no. Not not just like the unconditioned Dhamma understanding. No? He know you, he know me, no one born, no one died. No? That one is the unconditioned Dhamma. But this Condition world dhamma, despite all this rubbish, the memory like the lotus pona so dirty, but when you are above the lotus pona, it's so beautiful. No? From the lotus pond you came, yet the filthy, the dust, all the delusion, all does not affect you. Then the lotus that stand out with the understanding becomes so beautiful. No? Then you live life with the understanding. Then life becomes so different, no? so meaningful, no? take a turn. No? Then you get to experience all of the wonders, pristine beauty and wonders of life, even though not so real, moment to moment it arises. But there is such thing as life, existence, and it can be experienced no? through the understanding, the true mind and the mundane mind. Because only through all this, the third phase of Dhamma become a living reality. That's why Kuan Yin Bodhisattva realized that. He had a very famous saying, When you have realized true emptiness, there is wonderful existence. And the existence is very wonderful. That's why it is very very amazing. Then when you are in this spiritual field, you develop a lot of extraordinary encounter and understanding. Right? Then a lot of things that happen now, uh, it's like you can never believe it can happen. Oh. Then wow, all the wonderful and beautiful things will just arrive. Then you know or no, this thing cannot happen to normal living beings. That's why it's called wonderful double. Okay, very good. We shall rejoice. Huh? Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. So we should thank huh, all of us, especially Song, for creating the causes and conditions for all this understanding to arise. That's why this Sutta, the Lotus Sutta, is really a wonderful Dhamma Lotus Flower Sutta. Miao Fa. Fa is in Miao.出污泥而不染就停在那边但是现在我看那个莲花是不一样的莲花出出开啊 you all can remember or not? Yi to yi jing tu. 
Well, that description is very beautiful. Miss the lotus flower is blooming everywhere. And every of these lotus uh, is a pure land. Ito Ichintu. You just imagine the vow of the Amitabha Buddha. And it can make the existential world having pure land to cultivate, to live life, to develop the understanding and all this. That's why all these are so beautiful when you understand. And lotus is a very good description of enlightenment. That's why you look at the enlightened being and all underneath their liquor is all the lotus. And then you have the aura, the enlightenment aura. So, so these are the symbols of what the Dhamma can actually give rise to. That's why it's very beautiful. Okay, we get married. Akasata cha bumata, Deva naga mahindika, Punyantang anamoditwa, Kirarakang to lokasasana, Itawata cha mehi, Sampadan punya sampadan, Sabe deva anamodatu, Sapa sampati siddhya, Didangmenya tinangho tu sukita hontunya tayo. Didangmenya tinangho tu sukita hontunya tayo. Didangmenya tinangho tu sukita hontunya tayo. Devo vasat kalena sasa sampati heto cha. Dito bhavato loko cha. Raja Bhavatu Dhammiko Imina Punyang Kamina Mame Bala Samagamo Dokang Samagamo Otu Yawa Nivana Patiya Sadu Sadu Okay, you can now pay respect mindfully to Lord Buddha. Kanyamadisatta and all the worthy ones, then we end the whole zone session. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu.